0: Really, what's on my heart to minister is about activating the anointing. Activating the anointing. We all know that the anointing is not caught, it's caught. But you can activate the anointing in your life. We're going to look at some of the areas. Amen. The primary three areas of activating the anointing. But you know, it's awesome that we were singing that song. I can sense... His mighty presence in the very atmosphere. You know, what's amazing is, and this is out of my heart, is we all know we have five natural senses. Mm. Amen? Who knows you have five natural senses? Mm. Right? You have sight. You have smell. You have taste. You have touch. Amen. And you have fear. You hear. Those are your five senses. Well, you have spiritual senses. Amen? That's why a lot of times you'll hear people use the word feel like they feel something. Can you feel God's presence? Yes. You can feel it's very tangible. Amen. But sometimes in the English language we're trying to describe what we're Feeling, but it's more of a sense. It's our spiritual sense. Amen? And in our spiritual senses, and I'm not going to teach on spiritual senses, though I will. I mean, this is really just coming to me because you have spiritual senses that need to be developed. A lot of people have natural or physical senses, and even those senses need to be developed. Amen? I mean, they're not just in instinctive. I mean, there are things that need to be developed. Because when it comes to touch, there's certain things that you learn not to touch. You don't put your finger in the light socket. You learn not to touch that. Well, you have to do that. Why? Because of your natural sense that you touch something. Or how many of you all, when you were little, your mama said you'd be in the kitchen and the and the uh, stovetop would be turned on. One of the one of the range if you have whatever kind of on the range top turned on and that thing is hot and and who had your mama say get away from that don't touch that like you'd reach for it like little kids they don't know well guess why because of their senses you did it you put your hand right on top of it why'd you do that? aha curiosity curiosity look it helps with the senses and the development that's why we're curious. That's why we're created certain ways. That's why people get curious about the things of God. But there's beyond curious, amen? Where you can develop, there's hunger, there's thirst. You see what I'm, I mean, I'm just standing on some things. I'm not really teaching on that. I'm, talk, I'm teaching on or talking about activating the anointing. But your senses are very important when it comes to the anointing. Yes. Your spiritual senses, you have to develop. You have to develop your spirit, man. But when you touched that stove top, did it hurt? Did you ever do it again? No, you stay away from it. Why? Because that touch sense got developed in a way that I know that's going to burn. That's going to hurt. Amen? But many people go through life, they develop certain physical senses to a certain extent, but they don't develop any spiritual sense. That's why people, you say, well, how does it? Look, I'm not really going to teach on it, but I do want to go there. Just just interesting because you say, well, how is smell a spiritual sense? Because you're, you know you have a spiritual sense of smell. You have a spiritual sense of taste. Amen? Yes. Look, I'll just go there. Let's start with taste. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Spirit. Yes. How do you taste and see that the Lord is good if you didn't have a taste spiritual sense? Yes. Amen? You see what I'm getting at? So you have to develop, just like you develop the anointing and the understanding of the anointing. Amen? And the more that you understand it, the more you realize you don't understand it. Amen? Because it is so beyond the way that we can think. Amen? But you can learn about the anointing. You can learn, but look at What does the Word of God say? Taste and see that the Lord is good. What does it say over in Ezekiel about the scroll? And I ate it. remember, Talking about the word of God and what did it taste like? It was sweet as honey. God's word. Amen. You can taste God's word. Do you understand these things? I mean, I'm, I'm about ready just to blast off here because i mean, Hallelujah. If we just grabbed a hold of this, amen. Hallelujah. The goodness of God. You can taste it. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah! There's a lot of things that people are tasting on. Hello. That tastes like garbage. But that's what all the world has. That's why there's nothing that can compare it to. But look at even smell. What does it talk about smell? Well, I'll just give you a scripture. Amen? 2 Corinthians. Let me just go there. I think it's 2 Corinthians 2. And then I'm going to get into 2 Corinthians 2. Just look at that. Verse uh, fourteen. Look, I was reading. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place. The smell. What does the amplified say? Do the fragrance of the knowledge. Man, i tell you what. You see, we have to develop our senses spiritually. Amen? I'm not going not gonna to go, I just... Because this is very important for the anointing to function in your life. For you to walk and live and operate by the anointing. You develop your, the spiritual side. That is the real you. You need to develop your inner man. Amen? Hallelujah. So very important. And I will do a complete... I have a sermon... Uh, And we'll we'll talk about our spiritual senses and how to develop them, amen? But tonight, about activating the anointing, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So go with me to Romans. Let's start there. Romans 4. Let's start in uh, verse 17, amen? Verse 17, as it is written, I have made you the Father of many nations. He was appointed our Father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent, I'm reading the Amplified Classic, in case you're wondering, that's why it's very loud. Amen. Because it's Amplified. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. For Abraham, human reason for, hope being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations, as he had been promised. So numberless shall your descendants be. This is a very good thing. We are talking about the anointing. What does that mean? Was Abraham anointed by God? Did Abraham know a little... Bit about the anointing. Yes, He did. Amen. Even under the Old Testament. Amen. Because God's anointing would come on a partic- particular person, place, or thing. Amen. You say, a thing? Well, yeah. The anointing came on a donkey. Amen. Just saying. Hallelujah. So, God's anointing now, that does not mean that the Spirit of God... See, this is where we have the advantage, and we'll get into that. Hello. That's why Jesus said, it's expedient that I go to the Holy Spirit. Will. That's because the anointing was going to come. And not just be with us, but be in us. Amen? Hallelujah. That's just... when you just grab a hold of that right there. It's expedient. Another translation says advantageous. Another translation says it's your advantage. To your advantage. Amen. Because see the old. The anointing would come on a particular person for something. Amen. But then that. We have the Holy Spirit ever with us. Amen. We are anointed. Hallelujah. By God. To get the job done. And we might look at a little bit of that tonight. But continuing on this is just amazing because he said, shall your descendants be? That's us. Amen. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old. Or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb. No unbelief or distrust Distrust made him waver, doubtingly questioned concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. Look, I'm going to stop right there just for a moment.
1: Well, why was God
0: able to do it? How was God going to do it? By the anointing. By this anointing. Amen? That is why his faith was credited to him as righteousness, right standing with God. But the words it was credited to him were written not for his sake alone. Grab a hold of this. But they were written for our sakes too. Written. For whose sake? Our. Sakes for your benefit. Glory to God. Righteousness standing acceptable to God will be granted and credited to us also who believe in, trust in, adhere to and rely on God who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Amen? Hallelujah. So you can see something very important here is that God Gave his word. Number one way to activate the anointing is by God's word. You've got to get God's word on, on something. Whatever it may be. Abraham got this word from God. You're going to be blessed. You're going you understand. That's how the first in case God spoke to him. Abraham, I'm going to do this for you. This is who you're going to be. God's word is given to us so we know who we are, who He wants us to be, and then we're anointed by God when we trust Him, His word, when we take His word as being truth. Then we are anointed, amen. And that will activate the anointing in your life. Whatever God's Word says that you have, you possess, what you promise, what belongs to you, who you are, hallelujah. The anointing is to get the job. It's a supernatural equipment to get the job done. Well, we need God's word. Hallelujah. Without God's word, we are lost. Without God's word, we what do you know what would be truth? Over the lie. It is God's word that trumps every lie of the devil. Amen? It overrides every lie, every deceiving force out there, God's word, because God's word is truth. Hallelujah. So the first way we can see with Abraham is the word was given. The word was spoken to him. Whew. So that's what's going to activate the anointing in your life. That's why many people are not anointed. First of all, because they don't know who they are. They don't know what they have. That's why a lot of people sit around and do nothing, waiting on God, when it's not until you go out and step out in faith, and we're going to be looking at that aspect as well, where you step out what God told you to do, what belongs to you, what you possess, but you've got to go put your foot there. Amen? Amen. Joshua had to go and put his foot there. He could have just sit in the wilderness like they did for 40 years where you had to wait for a generation to die off. If he would have stayed there, his generation would have died off. But he had to go and and take God's word for what it was, truth, and what belonged to him. He had to know who he was. Do you understand? That's the primary. The first thing. Because the rest of it ain't going to work without God's word. And that's always, I'll say this way, like a plumb line. Like what, if it does not line up with word with God's word, don't get involved with it. Amen? Amen. Don't go off on doing that. Well, but no, but this man and woman of God over here, they have this special revelation. It doesn't line up with the word of God. That's why the anointing, There there is an anointing that will function in people's life like that, but it will not be God's anointing. Do you understand? It will be an anointing straight from the pit of hell, straight from Satan. People think that that Satan is not anointed. He is anointed. He has not lost the anointing. But without us believers operating function in the anointing, we are never going to be enforcers of what was done at Calvary. Amen. That's why the anointing is, to get the job done. Hallelujah. So first things first. To activating is God's word. You know, and with that, obviously, is spending time in prayer about situation that needs God's anointing. Whatever the need is, spend time in prayer in conjunction with God's Word. If you need healing, amen, then it's in God. What does God's Word say about healing? And that's when you begin to... And we're going to look at a couple of other things. But when you take God's Word then, believe His Word, the anointing will be activated in your life for that area. So if you have sickness in your body... And you get God's word about what it is that's promised to you. Good health, healing. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is a healer. By Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. Amen. Hallelujah. And then you pray it. Confess it. Whatever it may be. If it may be an area of need of restoration. Amen. What does God's word say about restoration? Involved. Hallelujah. In the restoration process. Hallelujah. Whatever it may be. It might be in the area of finances. It may be. It's the Word. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the plumb line. That's where we stick to the Word. Don't do anything outside of the Word. Because the anointing will be activated in your life when you get the Word of God on something. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Go with me to Colossians. Colossians 3. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 3. Verse uh, 1 and 2. I'll read in the Amplified. It says, If then you have been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing His resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich Eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God and set your minds and keep them set on what is above the higher things, not on the things that are on earth. Amen. And one thing that you can be certain of that you can take to the bank that you can stand on is God's word. God's word doesn't change. God's Word will never pass away. Everything in this earth will pass away, but God's Word won't.
1: That's
0: right. Hallelujah. And that's, that is an anointed thing that will happen in your life when you come into a, a revelation of God's Word, that the anointing will be rich in your life, that the anointing will be active in your life. Amen? Hallelujah. Because the fact of the matter is if God's Word not there, the anointing not there. That's right.
1: Amen? Amen.
0: Hallelujah. So the longer you meditate on negative things, then there's an opportunity that comes damage to your spirit. That's why I mean, there's different things. So you're going to meditate on God's Word you're going to meditate on something else. Amen? Because it'll have a negative effect on your spirit where the Word of God is a seed. Come on. Hallelujah. Your heart is the soil so the more that God's Word is planted in you, Then, what's what's going to be produced in you? Hallelujah. Faith is going to be produced. Because that's the number, second thing of activating the anointing is faith. Is faith. As you build your faith through feeding your mind and heart with God's word, go go with me to Romans uh, 10. What is Romans 10 in the Amplified reading verse 17? It says, So then, well, I'll read King James first. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Amplified says this So faith comes by hearing what is told, and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message that came from the lips of Christ, the Messiah Himself. Amen. The anointing touch of God, Amen. The anointing Jesus of touching you. The anointing will become real in your life when you activate it by faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hallelujah. I mean, let's look at let's look at Matthew nine. Matthew nine. Got a lot of scripture here going through. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to make sure you get it. Get it all. Who wants it all? Amen. Amen. Matthew 9, 27. We can look at a very awesome thing that happened here. I'll just... Uh, let me see here. Let me back up a little bit. Let's start in verse 27. And when Jesus departed, thence. 2 blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them saying, see that no man know it. Amen? So we can see something very important that happened here. They were calling Him Christ. They were calling Him Messiah. They were calling Him the Anointed One. Amen? It was their faith. In what? In Jesus, the Anointed One, that what? Activated the anointing. According to their faith. So we understand that faith, you see, faith alone won't do anything. It's who you have faith in. Yes. Amen? It's what you have faith in. Hallelujah. Faith alone won't do anything. Faith alone actually keeps people ignorant. Hello? You say, how does that? Because it sure takes a lot of faith to believe something very stupid. Like there is no God. That's where, that's where you have people that believe that. You know, atheism is a faith. Don't You cannot convince anyone otherwise. It takes great faith to believe something as stupid as that. As foolish as that, what the Bible says. Because the Bible says if you don't believe that there is a God, you are a Full. It's foolishness. It's foolishness. But that faith does nothing for them. Is that is that accurate? See, there's faith out there. I mean, there's people that believe in other things that have great faith in. Them. I mean, just go to India. I mean, they got three million. They worship three million different idols. Cows and the cow manure. No, they worship the cow. They worship the cow manure. They will pick up cow turds, put them on their mantle, and worship them. True story. So they have faith in things, but that's the problem is they have faith in the wrong thing. They have faith in the wrong person. Amen? We have faith in God. Hallelujah. That was so beautiful. That's why I read that scripture. Because what were they calling him? Thou son of David. Messiah. He said. Who? Look. Let's just look at it again. I just. I love this. Have mercy on us. And then this is what's amazing is. Believe me that I am able to do this. Well why would they And they said yes. But Why? Because he was the Messiah. He was the anointed one. Hallelujah. Jesus asked the blind men if they believed he could do this miracle. He wanted them. Why? This is amazing to me because we see this many times. You know, I'll do it. So don't. Don't look at me funny when I pray with you and I ask you what you think that God can do. Do you know that Jesus is a healer? I ask that to people. Sometimes they're taken back by it, but Jesus did the same thing. Amen? He asked them, do you believe that I can do this? And what did they say? Yes. Well, why did Jesus do that? To hear them speak. It. To hear their faith be released. Amen? By their confession of their faith. Isn't that powerful? So you can see the power of confession right there, of faith. Glory to the Lamb. Because they were speaking their faith. Since he knew he was anointed to give the recovery of their sight. That was, amen? He knew it. They knew it. What was the missing link? What was needed to be done for the anointing to be activated? Their faith. And that's why you must speak faith. Amen? Amen? I mean, there's a lot I can go, but I'm not going to go there because I would spend another 30 minutes just on that. Amen? Or, just in consideration, what about the leper who came to Jesus over in Matthew 8? Came to Jesus and said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. You can read it, Matthew 8, 2-3. Well, I'll read it. Matthew 8, 2-3. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will... Be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Isn't that powerful? The leper was making a faith demand on Jesus. That's what released the anointing. That's what activated the anointing. Amen? Was what? The faith demand. The faith demand. The faith demand. Makes, the anointing. Hallelujah. You know, it's something because, let me just throw this in there. Jesus, anointed at the Jordan after being baptized by John the Baptist, right? We all know the story. Heaven's open. God said, this is my son whom my will, please. Holy Spirit descended like a dove. Not a dove. Not a bird. Amen. Amen. If anyone has a bird brain around here, it's us. <laughs> ah, that's a joke. People laugh. <laughs> Amen. But the Holy Spirit is not a bird, and then is anointed at the River Jordan. Then goes where? He preaches a great crusade, right? Like a hundred thousand people, a million people got saved. No. He's led into the wilderness. To be what? Tempted of the devil. For how long? Forty days he fasted. He didn't eat. He didn't drink. Can you imagine? After one day, most people would be like, Water Burger. See them McDonald's, see them golden arches, see the big orange and white W. You're. Amen? You know what I mean? You want to last. A day or two. When your car goes there automatically anyway, it's like it's got its own mind. But anyway. And then tempted the devil. The devil came at Him with what? With the Word. But He twisted it. Jesus came back with the Word. Amen? Jesus overcame the enemy with the Word. But it wasn't just the Word. Hello. it was faith. Because, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it. I'm going to break it down. Hallelujah. Not that it needs to be broken down. It's not broken down. Amen? It does, not, doesn't need fixing. You know what I'm saying? It is the word and the word works and your faith will work the word. Amen? Your faith puts the word to work. Hallelujah. And it activates the anointing that way. But what happened is the enemy used the word to try to deceive and try to get Jesus to do something that was not faith based. Remember, look at the thing about throwing yourself off. They went to the pinnacle, throw yourself off, I'll give you everything. He said, don't, what did Jesus come back with? Where well, the word of God says, don't tempt. No. You see, because it was not faith-based, what the devil wanted him to do. Amen? Well, what was the difference is? Faith turns the word into power. Let me say that again. Faith turned the word into power. Hallelujah. Why? Because you have faith in the right thing. The devil ain't got no faith. You, you see what I'm getting at? Jesus exhibited faith. Hallelujah. That's why people use all kinds of different things. That's why there's witchcraft. That's why there's all these things where they put this faith in something that is empty, something that is vain, vain repetition. Well, what happens with that? It doesn't work. There's no power displayed. There's no anointing activated. Amen? Why? Because faith turned the Word into power. Hallelujah. Faith and the Word activated the anointing. Woo! Hallelujah! (laughs) I think I just... Preach myself the Sabbath. Amen? Glory to the Lamb of God. I'm talking about this. Woo! Hallelujah. So what? the number one of activating the anointing? The Word. Number two? Faith. Faith. Hallelujah. So expressing faith allows the anointing to flow well, whatever it is. If it's healing unique, then the healing will occur. If it's a miracle unique, if it's area of finances, whatever the breakthrough is, that's faith in God's word. Hallelujah. Yes. The anointing flows.
1: Whew.
0: I mean, there's so much. Whew. third, the third thing we're going to look at tonight. Amen. In closing to activate the anointing. You walk it out every day. You've got to walk by it. Amen. You've got to walk it out. What does the the word of God do? If you work out your own salvation with what? Fear and trembling. You've got to walk it out every single day. You have to make a conscious decision. Let me say it better. What that literally means. You have to make a spirit decision. A spirit. A spiritual decision. That I am not going to yield to anything. But my spirit. That's in line with the spirit of God. Hallelujah. I'm only going to. And let me really say that. To, to, so that you understand. You're not yielding to yourself. You're yielding to the Holy Spirit. Who is operating and functioning from within you. Within you. Amen? That's why why all these different religious institutions and different religions out there come against the Holy Spirit. Because they want you to yield to something they created, not the Holy Spirit. They don't want that anointing operating. They don't want that anointing active in your life. Why? Because... They want you to go to today. Hebrews. Let's go look at Hebrews 11. So you're walking out every day. Hallelujah. That's say every day? You sure it's not just on Sunday? Only Sundays, maybe two hours? No, every single day. That's the problem is Many people don't do it every day. They come, and they should come, Sunday morning, amen? Mm-hmm. And expecting a touch from God, but it's not just then that you should expect it. It's not just then that you act all holy and righteous, amen? But you shouldn't act it, you should know who you are. Yes. Anyway, that's a whole other sermon, amen? Yeah. Hallelujah, what did I tell you in Hebrews 11? <laughs> Get getting there. <laughs> I mean, if I had enough little sticky notes, I could put them everywhere, so I could go right to them. That's why I do try to talk them up, so right. it'd be a little quicker for you. But you know what? You can just sit. Just Amen. 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 You can just sit. It's great, it's great. It's great. Just while you go there, I mean, the Holy Spirit's dealing with you. The Holy Spirit's speaking to you. The Holy Spirit's revealing to you. Amen. Hallelujah! You say, well, How?" In the turning of the pages, yes. Holy Spirit. I want to hear you. Amen. Come on, Eleven twenty-seven. King James says, "By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible." I love the Amplified, says motivated by faith. Motivated by faith, he left Egypt behind him, being unawed and undismayed by the wrath of the king, for he never flinched. He never wavered. Come on. But held staunchly to his purpose and endured steadfastly as one who gazed on him who is invisible. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet still believe. Why? Because they walk it out on a daily basis knowing that God's there with them. Amen? He might be invisible, but his power is not invisible. Life. What does that mean? It will be manifested. His anointing will be manifested. Whatever it is that you need. But on a daily basis you've got to put a demand. You have to put a demand on the anointing. That's really what this is. Walking out on a daily basis is putting demand on a daily basis. Glory to the Lamb of God. What is the word of God says? What does it say? About walking things out. Amen? Well, what do we walk by? Sight? No. We walk by faith. See, that's a daily basis. Amen? I mean, there's so many other scriptures that you can see where the Word of God on a daily basis. Amen? What does it say? Pick up your cross daily. Yes. Kill the flesh daily. That's why... Like, I mean, not that you run around just looking to sin. And you're running around looking to rob banks, or looking—you know what I mean? That's not your life, your lifestyle. But on a daily basis, you should evaluate your heart. You should ask for forgiveness if there's anything. Because people say, "Well, it was in my actions." Well, hold on—maybe it was in your thoughts. Because that's that's as good—that's as good, if not as more important, as your actions. Amen. That's what Jesus says when he talks about adultery. It wasn't just about the commit. He, Jesus wasn't just talking about committing adultery. The act of it. He said, if you think about it. And that's right. Amen. You, you see, so it's evaluating our hearts on a daily basis. And saying, what is that thing in my life that's holding me back from the anointing operating in my life? Ooh, that's good right there. You see, if you did that on a daily basis, you, would, you could just go. I'm good. The anointing will flow. The anointing will flow. The anointing will flow. God's word by faith as I walk it out daily, being obedient to Him. That's, Amen. Yes. So it's that daily. That's the, that's actually that's where many people stumble and fall because they got God's word, they got faith, but are they walking it out? <sighs> that's that's good stuff. Gobble that up. Amen. That's a full course meal right there. I'm not talking that meat and potatoes. Whew. And gravy right on top. Hallelujah. <laughs> and dessert. Glory to God. Is this helping you? Is this helping you watching? Amen. Maybe that. one like. Uh-huh. One, one thumb Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So choosing to focus on God's word, expressing your faith, and walking it out every day will activate God's anointing. Amen? Who wants to have God's anointing on a daily basis? Yes. Be active in your life. Well, these are three things that you should live by, you should breathe, eat, drink. Amen? Amen. I mean, there's some other other scriptures we can go to, but I'm, I just feel, I mean, that's what I have in my heart. That's, you know, it's like, I have more. But it's what's in my heart. That's what's in my heart. So don't fall susceptible well, I've got that word. I know what God's word says about this. I've got faith to believe in God, but what are you doing on a daily basis? Amen? That's where many in the church, that's where they fell. That's why they fill the church. I mean, if the, if any church is getting filled, they might hear God's word. Hopefully. Faith might be touched on. If God's word's there, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Amen? But then what does it do in a person's life? Why is that? That's why we say here that... I mean, I pray it, and I pray it from my spirit. I pray that, that every single person is touched by God, that you will not leave here the same way that you think. Because yes. it's that working together. Amen? Yes. Well, I love it because just is a breakdown of it in three. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Word, faith, walk. And in walk comes so many. Obedience. Amen. I mean, it comes when I mean, you look at where the walk part of it. That's the part that's where you. It's 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 the yielding. It's the it's the sense where you're sensing. Amen. Yes. That's why I talked a little bit about our spiritual senses because your spiritual senses is going to help you with the walk, with that walk daily part. Amen. Yes. Dealing with the flesh, dealing with offense, dealing with forgiveness. Dealing with, amen. Yes. Or un- dealing with unforgiveness. You say, well, how do you deal with unforgiveness for you? Deep, deep stuff around here, amen. But it, that's that. It's that's how it is. That's how it is. That's how God's work. Any child can understand it. That's the beauty of it. it do to make it. If if I'm talking to you about something I don't even know. I mean. And, you're, and you leave here and you say, "What did Pastor say?" I don't know, but it was good. I don't know, but it was deep. I don't really know what he said. No, we're going to give it to you. The way the Word of well, God lays it out, simple. You're going to walk in it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah! I'm going to pray with you right now. I'm going to pray with everybody walking too. I pray that the anointing is activated in your life. That there's no hindrance. There's nothing. That will block the anointing in your life. That whatever's blocking it now. Where it's removed in Jesus name. Amen. That you will learn. To yield to the Holy Spirit. Help us Holy Spirit. You are our helper. Whew. You're our strength and our advocate. Our standby. Our comforter. We thank you Holy Spirit for leading us. In truth that you will show us, because we want the anointing never to be hindered from operation, but that the anointing will flow freely. Because wherever the anointing flows, freedom, deliverance, salvation, healing, prosperity, abundance, surplus, it all flows. That every resource of heaven, the goodness of God, the love of God flows. So we thank the Lord God that anything that we would do, evaluate our hearts, Holy Spirit, show us any area of our lives that needs to change, and we need to repent, of, I invent unforgiveness. It just, we, we let those things go. We let those hurts go. Those disappointments go. Those frustrations go. We stop focusing on those things, and we focus on You, Jesus. Hallelujah. On Your Word. That's really what this is about, Lord, that what, you're, what you're telling people. Focus in on Jesus. You're focusing on the Word. Hallelujah. And thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Now you watching anyone here, you don't know if you're to die this very second that you would go to heaven. You can know for sure. You know, I believe even some are watching that the devil keeps lying to you, telling you you're not saved, you're not born again. That fear will be broken off your life. Those lies will be broken off your life. Right now, I believe even a holy boldness is coming upon you now. And those that are uncertain, tonight, right now, today is a day of salvation. Today, you can know for sure that you will go to heaven. So if you would like to receive the gift that God has for you today, pray this prayer after me. But believe it in your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. I believe you have risen from the dead and that one day you're coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen and amen. As you pray that prayer, Believe it in your heart. You are born again. You are forgiven and you're on your way to heaven. Why? Because you have Jesus in your heart. Always remember to run to God and not away from Him. He's not some big mean man in the sky. He is love. And God loves you. And He cares about you. And He will always welcome you back with loving arms. So don't run from Him. Run to Him. You make a mistake, repent. Turn. From those things surrender to him and he will guide and lead you. Amen. Amen. Were you blessed tonight? Hallelujah. We're going to give you an opportunity to sow seed. We're going to give you an opportunity. Let me give you the, the English vernacular. Plant. Amen? Amen. Who likes eating? Amen. Who likes vegetables? Uh-huh. Who likes fruit? No. Who likes oranges? No. Who likes grapefruit? Who likes all that stuff? Amen? Amen. And guess how that stuff grows and produces? Because somebody planted a seed. You're going to plant a seed. And guess what it's going to do? It's going to produce a harvest. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, the awesome part is when you plant the seed, God watches over that seed. He watches over not just the seed, He watches over the harvest too. Amen? Amen. So as you sow seed tonight, do what God tells you to do. Be obedient. And you give it an assignment. And then plan it. And give it to Him. There's a spiritual transaction taking place. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Third, you actually are doing some business with God. You're doing some, some business. You're putting your finances, amen, in the bank of heaven when you think about it. It's a very holy thing. People really don't understand it. And that's why, that's why people even you Oh, this one of these churches that talk about prosperity. One of these churches that talk about that talk about the blessings. Well, I will tell you what, it's better than poverty. Better yeah. yeah. than broke all the time. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. God doesn't want you broke all the time. That's right. One of these churches talking about all this. They're just taking money here. We ain't taking nothing. Are we taking anything? Anybody? No. Vinny and Guido, will come in here with the backs please. No, there's no nobody's coming in. Nobody's it down in your head. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. We just give you an opportunity to be blessed. Hallelujah. Like Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Anyway. Hallelujah. But do what God tells you to do. Your harvest. It's not just a harvest. It's a blessed harvest. You understand? Look, you can have a harvest of fruit. You can have a harvest of fruit. And that harvest could be diseased. That fruit could be dry and no good, not in the kingdom of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. You see, it's by the anointing. See, I just know about word. Have faith in him. And I'm putting it to work right now. Amen? I'm walking it out right now. You walk it out right now. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And it will be multiplied. Take that tithe. Take that offering. Amen? Hold it in your hand. I mean, get I want you to get a good grip of it. Amen. I want you to hold it tight. Because it's going to be the last time you hold that. you're Because you're going to release it easy. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your blessing. We thank you there is a mighty harvest. That we are even being marked by heaven right now. It's like. It's like laser sights. Putting a mark on us. But the blessings of heaven. Are going to hit the mark. And we thank you the moment we release it. You release. You release the blessings. You release prosperity. You release abundance. You release, hallelujah, surplus. You release it the moment we release it. You are our source of supply. And by you, Lord God, you are the one that supplies all our needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And you're not broke. And we will never be broke a day in our lives. Because we are obedient tithers and givers, and we do it cheerfully in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Now release it, release it, hurry, hurry, release it, release it by faith, release it by faith, release it by faith, release it by faith, release it by faith. It by faith. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> I felt that. Right. Pastor, don't get so excited about this stuff. Don't get so excited. Just take your hand. Just extend it further and further away from, and now with ever increasing speed, just bring it quickly. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people just need to knock themselves in the head because you need a little sense every once in a while. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. I almost hit my head on the door this morning. This Pastor Gloria was shutting the door, and my head was kind of in there. She's like, "Get your head out of there." It was my fault, not hers. And I said, "Maybe they'll knock some sense into Amen. And then I knocked over the starch. She's ironing my shirt or ironing shirt. Knocked over the starch, so I reach over there. She says, "Be careful! You're going to knock the iron on your head. I said, "Maybe it'll knock some sense into me." Amen. True story. All today. Maybe I need some sense knocked into me. Maybe you need some sense. Amen. But hallelujah, we have a good time at the river. Amen. Come on, we're not like stuck in the mud. Amen. Come on. We love you. God loves you. Thanks for watching. Amen. Hallelujah. Be blessed. And we'll see you all soon. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Bye-bye. The River Church. Reaching South Texas. From Rio Grande City to the Gulf of Mexico. Going to the highways and the byways. Impacting every generation. In every school campus. In every business and industry, shaking every realm, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Pastors Jason and Gloria Mangum invite you to join them in McAllen, Texas, for anointed preaching and teaching, with demonstration of the Holy Spirit, preparing people for eternity. Church with a Difference, The River Church.